This podcast is sponsored by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com. Whether it's farmland, hunting land, or building that dream home, check out Mississippi Land Bank in North Mississippi and online, mslandbank.com. And by Jubilations Cheesecake in West Point. Stop by the coffee house right on Highway 45 on your way to the game, and you can watch cheesecakes being made. And consider Jubilations for your next fundraiser as well. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Dogpile. I am Brett Hudson, and we are officially daily from the Starkville Super Regional. Surely you're used to this schedule by now. When the NCAA takes over big events like this, all teams involved get to town a day early, take on practices and press conferences in the game venue the day before actual competition begins. Except Stanford didn't really get to do that. The practices were scheduled for Mississippi State from 1 to 2.30 and Stanford from 2.45 to 4.15. But wouldn't you know it, right around 3, a serious downpour came and Stanford had to go indoor to the Palmero Center. It's almost as if they planned it that way. That's gamesmanship to a level even I could not have fathomed before this glorious Friday. All joking aside, let's get to the real news of the day. Chris Lamonis is still unsure of JT Gant's status for this Super Regional. The rehab is continuing, and Mississippi State is going forward with Ethan Small starting Game 1 and Peyton Plumley starting Game 2. As I said on the last episode, the obvious hope there is to win the first two games and not require a third. But if a third game is required, State will go TBA with it, hoping Gant can find it in him to take the ball for that Game 3. No matter who is starting, Chris Limonis believes they have a tall task with the Cardinal. Every time I've looked up all year, I felt like we were in the top five, and so were they. So it's a really good team. It's a West Coast team. Um, you know, three good starters, really good bullpen. And uh, lineup-wise for them, it's a lot of power. So we're going to have to do a great job of making pitches. Um, but it's one of the – it's like Mississippi State. It's just on the other coast. This is one of the top programs in college baseball, so it should be a great weekend to play. There's also starting pitching news on the other side with Stanford's Brendan Beck. He took his usual Friday start in the regional and then threw another three and a third in relief on Monday. But Stanford coach David Esker said he felt great all week and we'll get the usual game one start for that exact reason. Eric Miller will take game two and Will Matheson will start the if necessary game if it's needed. You can check out our last episode of Dogpile for more on all of those guys when Matt and I dove into Stanford. David Esker did say that he was prepared to flip the rotation around a little bit to give Brendan Beck a little more rest, but that was deemed unnecessary by the way Brendan Beck responded throughout the week. Now, those of you that already listened to that episode know that I just had to ask my dude Maverick Handley a question, not only because of his great baseball name, but because this dude hit two of his five dingers for the season in that Monday game that clinched the regional. Here's what Maverick Handley had to say. I just feel like I see the beach ball there right now, which is great going into the postseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, just putting, putting good swings on balls that I know I can drive and execute it. To put the jokes aside, there was this interesting bit from Lamonis on a comparison between Miami's lineup and Stanford's lineup from a power profile standpoint, and it spawned a thought on how Mississippi State might use pitchers this weekend. Listen to this. Yeah, it's pretty similar in some ways. The difference is it's rights and lefts. It seemed like Miami had a lot of lefts. Um, Stanford has a lot of rights, so um, hopefully the wind's blowing in from left and out the right maybe is, is what we need. But uh, they're very similar, but um, we just got to make our pitches. I feel like if our pitchers make our pitches, we'll be fine. That bit about 
Stanford having a lot of power bats on the right side is what intrigued me. On the left side of things, you see a guy like Tristan Barlow become a big bullpen piece, and he was that against Miami pitching a scoreless inning. But on the right side, you would usually look at your unassigned right-handed bullpen arms for matchups. And what I mean by unassigned is basically arms that don't include Jared Liebelt, Cole Gordon, and Colby White, guys who have somewhat of a standard usage pattern to them. In situations like that, you would normally turn to a Brandon Smith or a Keegan James, but I wonder how they manage that with JT Ginn being a question mark and potentially needing one or both of them to take some bulk innings in, in a game three if it is in fact necessary. Of course, Eric Sarantola and Spencer Price factor in that equation as well, so keep that in mind, but I am interested in how Brandon Smith and Keegan James are used in this Super Regional with that potential Game 3 looming, or if there comes a situation in Game 2 where you're kind of pitching to prevent a Game 3 and they go all in and use one or both of those guys to, to finish that game. A couple more sound bites before we get out of here. Elijah McNamee was at the dais today, obviously his first time speaking publicly, since it seems most of the SEC baseball community was shocked by his name not being called in one of the 40 rounds of the Major League Baseball draft. Here's what Elijah McNamee and Chris Lamonis had to say on the days that have followed. Um, you know, it's all behind me now, and all I know is God will take care of me. And so that's the way I'm going to look at it. That was a... <clears throat> As great as the three days of the draft for our program, for the most part, it's crushing when you see that with Eliza. Just as a coach, and I know for him, um, every kid that comes here, is, that's their goal is to move on and play at the next level. So it was a tough first day, but the next day he came out, smile on his face like he always does. Um, he has a lot of faith, so it's, uh, that keeps him moving forward. And he had an unbelievable practice. We had a set of scrimmage yesterday, hit one totally out of the stadium. So it didn't look like it was bothering him. And I'm hoping he comes out and just plays the game. And uh, not to prove a point, just to play the game and, and play as hard as he can like he's always done here. And we'll close this pod with Stanford coach David Esker's thoughts on Mississippi State. We're officially daily from the Starkville Super Regional, so we appreciate all of you for listening as we grind through this thing and send somebody to Omaha. Those of you that are getting this mid-morning on Saturday or later, I've got a written piece on Rowdy Jordan up on the website. You can find that on mattwyattmedia.com and the Hudson Report blog page, or just follow me on Twitter at Brett underscore Hudson for the link. We'll end this episode with the thoughts of Stanford coach David Esker, and we'll come back tomorrow. Well, they belong here, right? In that, in that pitch rotation they've had with uh, Small and Ginn. they got a first-rounder at the top of the rotation. Uh, a former first-rounder picked out of high school, backing him up, and, and just quality hitters up and down the lineup. You know, you got the all-time SEC hit leader, hit leader leading off. Maybe if you complete plus, you're going to beat them at home, right? So you've got, you've got a lot of things you've got to, you've got to play very well. And you've got to bring a, a team that's capable of handling a hostile environment and playing a great baseball game. So we have to see what our guys have. Sometimes as a coach, you're really anxious to see how your team plays. You know, you really probably can't do a whole lot to change the outcome. Um, you prepare them, and then you kind of sit back, and you want to see how they react to the actual competition.